0: For a second there, I was thinking you might be playing some N.W.A. today to get today's episode started. Aren't they the ones that wrote "Fuck the Police"? Isn't that N.W.A.?
1: Yeah, very good. Very good.
0: It's been a while since I last saw Straight Outta
1: Compton. That was a fantastic movie, by the way. That is a great movie. Now I, I accidentally touched the camera, and now I have to do a
0: Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable podcast. We are here today to talk about police perceptions in the United States. And I have my boots on the ground today. Uh, Thankfully, I am being protected by the uh, little barricade bar in front of me. Um, And uh, I'm out hanging out with uh, my protesting buddies and my police, uh, not buddies, in their riot gear ready to go. Um, So we are here today to talk about police perceptions in the United States. Um, and why we might have such a complicated relationship with police. Maybe there's a simple answer, maybe there's not, but uh, stay tuned today and we will be finding out one way or another. Um, And I think it's very safe to say that in a lot of ways, um, the police have a lot, maybe even too much power in the United States. Um, We won't be talking about police in other countries. We might cover that in a later episode at some point in the future, but we thought as americans um, and both of us having uh, some well i can't speak for jared but i've been pulled over a couple of times um, that we do have some experience with the police so we'll be talking about that today so without further ado i'm glad to uh, be joined by my co-host my good buddy jared what's going
1: on jared hello first of all i can neither confirm nor deny whether i've had any interactions with police officers Alleged. Alleged, or, isn't that the term, right? Alleged yeah. interaction, <laughs> 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 or, or in Michigan or any other state in the United States of America, um, what a lovely and perfect topic for Chad to think of during this upcoming white boy summer. The perceptions of the police in the United States—it makes perfect sense, and um, I think it. I think it is. Uh, it is a uh, a great, a great topic discussion. I. Um, I actually I uh, saw a movie last night and it's new. it's a short film I guess. I think it's like 30 40 minutes maybe. I didn't actually check. This is just me going off of feel, you know. But it certainly is a short fi- film, so it's probably it's definitely no longer than an hour. Um, and it's called Two Distant Strangers. Have have you seen that? You've probably seen it on your Netflix. Two di-
0: I, 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 actually I haven't been back on Netflix in a while. I've been okay. I've been HBO maxing it up. I finished yeah. up uh, the regular show. Just started watching the QAnon documentary, which we'll have to talk about in a second. HBO but tell me Max more about this.
1: Is like the Pfizer vaccine to Netflix being the Moderna. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, what's it uh, called again? Uh, two, two distant strangers. Two distant strangers is a, is um, the premise of this movie. Is that um, a guy is waking up at a at a like uh, a, you know hookups house, um, mm-hmm. and and he's uh, he's leaving her place and he uh he gets killed by a police officer but then when he gets you know he goes through a scenario and then what ends up with him getting accosted and killed by a police officer and then uh once as soon as he dies you know like it's that thing where you die and then you wake up immediately almost mm-hmm. to imply that uh or felt it was like a dream that he had a bad dream and then okay. you know he wakes up with the same girl or whatever and then he goes through uh, the scenario over and over and over again, mm-hmm. and he keeps waking up the same girl uh, and, and trying new trying new scenarios like he's like, all right well let me you know let me not do this or let me do that or right. let me you know, let me you know just all different sort of these ways to get home and, and the whole thing almost uh, the whole thing the whole premise is essentially he's trying to get home to his dog uh, and um and so he's and so uh it's a great movie it was it was really cool it's it is it is trippy you know and it is sort of aggravating sometimes you can feel sort of his his uh his stress and, and anger because um you know I you should watch it i guess i, I won't fully give it away but um it's also I, it's also very fitting for today's episode because um i guess i'll kind of ruin it why not the the overall premise of the, the, the like the what's the term when it's like this is what the movie is trying to like this is the whole like the theme of the movie, yeah, theme, sure. Uh, okay, is that or premise? Um, I think premise was fine too. Is that is that no no matter um, what you do, as a uh, like like there's really nothing you can do uh, to avoid like um, like like if like the, these interactions with the police are are like there's nothing the the the, the victim can do about it. Yeah, um, and and there's just and it's just these situations where and it represents that really no matter what you're doing and no matter what way you try to approach it. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, you, you, it can happen to anyone essentially, no matter what you right. do. And then they end it by like you know listing off a whole bunch of names of of people that have been killed by the police. And it shows like how you know various people have been killed by the police. And it's like mm-hmm. you know while asleep, while walking home, while uh you know, you know driving home from dinner, stuff like that. And the sad thing is about all of that, Jared, is a lot of those
0: people. It was a lot of times I think very racially fueled. Right, I mean the majority, and I'm looking. I just googled it. Looks like the main character is also a black man, right?
1: Yeah, black man, and then it's in New York, and it's like this sort of stereotypical like Irish uh, New York cop, white dude. Okay, his so last name is probably O O. or something, it's or a- Merc. It's oh It's okay. Merck I'm terrible at names. Okay. I'm surprised I remember that. Probably because I saw the same scene. Right. <laughs> you know what? You know what, what that again. reminds That's me of? By the way. It. A movie
0: with also another movie with like repetitive scenes like that is uh, Lola Rent or Run Lola oh, Run yeah. in English. Mm-hmm. We watched that back in college, and and that movie also because that it involves the police too. <laughs> it does, yeah, it does. Um, I think for very different reasons, but that's yeah, true. that's true. Yeah, well, um, you know what's funny though, Jared, about about this movie is that I haven't seen it yet, but I do want to watch it now. But the funny thing is, is while I was researching for this episode today, um, I wanted to see what. I mean, honestly, I probably could have just asked some kids I went to high school with and I would have gotten the same results, but I wanted to see what a lot of white people's responses would be when things like this happen, right? Because generally speaking, if we're talking about the US, a lot of white people... Respect the police, don't have issues with police, whatever. I I'll be honest, I am kind of afraid of the police myself personally. Um, but the thing is, is that so many white people will say things like, Oh, well, you just gotta cooperate and just do what they say. Yeah. And it's and it's like, have you not seen the numerous I mean, and the saddest thing of all, Jared, is that we have video evidence of a lot of these altercations and other issues. Um, and a lot of times people are doing exactly what the police say, but because they have all the power, they can just the cops can do what they want. You know, it's well, crazy.
1: The, there's the it just happened the other day with. Did you see the military guy at the gas station? Um, these uh, there there was a dude in his military fatigues too, a black guy, and you know they were telling him and he and they're telling him to get out of the car. and 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 he was holding his hands up outside the window and just like asking you know like what am i being or you know what am i being detained for Mm -hmm. and they're just yelling at him you know get out of the car get out of the car the guns are out or whatever and then they start and then one of the dudes starts spraying uh pepper spray into the guy's car and then eventually they get him out and then um but i but he he didn't do anything, <laughs> right? The, the uh like so like I, I don't understand like I don't even understand one how it got to that level and then two and then obviously as you were saying before about at, wondering what all the white people are wondering, you know I don't know why I do this to myself but on Twitter I can't help myself but I have to go. Look at the comments. And then, like, I scroll through three comments. I'm like, all right, I've had Mm -hmm. enough. I don't need to see this. But it's all sorts of, well, why aren't, why isn't he just complying? And it's like, well, why is it, why, like, why did it even escalate to this level? And why are they, why can't they answer his question? It's just a simple question. Like, what, what is, like, what's the problem? I don't understand the problem here. Right. Um, And, 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 and and so it's, yeah. So I mean I, I see at least the Twitter version of 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 people's opinions all the time, and I don't even know why I put myself through. It. It's one of the worst parts of social media, honestly. And I right. and I do and I go into it knowing what I'm going to see, and I still do it. You know, we're, we've been talking about all this black white stuff. Before we move on, I had actually mm. one more observation I noticed. So let's I w- hear it. I was driving through. Um, I I, I I you know I've been doing some house hunting, and I I have been neglecting East Detroit. You know, as a kid. I had always been told that um, that like West Detroit was like sort of the good side, and, and like East Detroit was not. <laughs> and, and this was just as stuff I heard as a kid. You know, there was no real in you know logic behind it. So right. for the longest time, that had has always just been my perception because that's what I heard as a kid. And so, you know, I was thinking about it because there were a bunch of houses that I had sort of just overlooked, and I'm like, you know what, I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure this out i'm gonna mm-hmm. put some boots on the ground some tires on the ground nice and so uh and so i actually I, I drove around over like over there for for a good amount of time actually and i just you know did some exploration are you familiar with gross point yeah mm-hmm. so gross point is on the east side and you know they have all the, and they have these like uh, you know very a lot of perceptions and stereotypes for being pretty ra- racist mm-hmm. and pretty discriminatory against black people there And it's a very lovely, like visually, it's a beautiful neighborhood. Big old historic, like Detroit style homes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like super gated in. It's so crazy how this city is because, like, the city limits you could see them by, like, like by like a fence. Like, like the entire city is like sort of fenced in. And then, like, you you go one block over, and it's like you know all you know like uh, sort of a lot of dilapidated houses and and, and um. You know, the neighborhood quality goes down dra- like immediately as soon as you just cross over like one street and some fences on the other side. And it's just, you know, very closed off, even though it's like sort of right in the middle of, uh, you know, in the heart of East Detroit or whatever. And um, and so anyway, wh- the, the observation I had, and I don't really have an answer for this. But I just want to throw this out here, get your opinion on it. Mm-hmm. When I was going through the Detroit sort of black, quote unquote, neighborhoods, Mm-hmm. Um, it through the neighborhood areas. There were there were um, on all the like the cross streets. There would be no no stop sign or or any or any sort of yield sign going one way, and then mm-hmm. the other way there would be yield signs. So a okay. lot of these East Detroit neighborhoods that like the black neighborhoods had no stop signs. Um, you know, unless you're crossing like a major road, but you know, like it, right. within the neighborhood, it would all just be either nothing or yield signs. But then I went to, and I was like, "This is weird. Why would they have like this? Is does not seem like a good system. <laughs> a like uh, so. I guess you know you get used to the fact that okay, if 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 then you just got to use yield kind of as a rolling stop sign. Then really, just how we right. use stop signs in general, I guess. But then I was, but then I started going driving through Gross Point, and they had stop signs. They had four way mm-hmm. stops all over the place, and I'm like, okay, I, I understand." Logically, in my head, that that obviously, Gross Point has a lot bigger budget. They mm-hmm. have a lot more money uh, to spend on, on stop signs, infrastructure, <laughs> and, and and beautification of the neighborhoods, and security mm-hmm. and police presence, and all this stuff like that. But I don't understand the yield versus stop sign thing because it's not like stop sign like stop signs are more expensive than yields. Like I don't understand. The difference there. why well, you see, why, Jared, the, uh, the red you... <laughs> material in the stop signs
0: is uh, three times the now, cost of the yellow uh, material in the yield we, signs.
1: Now, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm going to assume and probably be right to the fact that it probably goes back to slavery somehow. but it, But I am honestly very curious— why you know who i should ask my freaking real estate agent i'm gonna you ask should. him that next time i see him ask him and let why? me know what he why says Why is that because it's like you can put stop. let's list- i i don't i don't understand I, and I there's don't, no I don't way a
0: stop it. sign is that expensive there's no way
1: it, it, well, yeah. Like, how? Because there, because there are plenty of yield signs. It's not like there's not. It's not like there, there's uh, a, a a lack of yield signs in the neighborhood. So it's like, why couldn't she just put stop signs there instead? Now, let me let me ask, ask this, and this black, is just a lower question. Lower income neighborhoods where this is the case.
0: No, this is just a question. But also, who who comes up with the rules for like um, mm. traffic laws and zoning and sign? So- because I wonder, uh, I wonder if like. As a community, are you able to vote on that? Like who who decides? Who decides yeah, on like, that? Do you take that stuff
1: to the city council or something? Right,
0: right. I have no idea. But here but here here's my and this is a crazy, crazy just conspiracy idea slash thought here, Jared. What if if you don't have stop signs, can't get pulled over for running a stoplight? Do you mm. think that could have anything to do with it? I'm just playing devil's advocate
1: here. You know, but, I'm gonna play devil's advocate to your devil devil's okay. advocate. And this also makes me think of another way to screw over black people. Mm-hmm. I imagine not having stop signs is going to affect your insurance rates negatively. Could be. I do know your insurance rates in Detroit are ungodly. Sure, sure. I mean, I used to live in Philadelphia. I'm very familiar with terrible insurance. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, I mean, for sure, for sure. Um, so I, I, I remember actually when I lived in Philadelphia. Uh you know I, I I moved literally probably eight minute walk down the street but my um my uh zip code went one number literally one number change sort mm-hmm. of towards the more uh lower income s- section and my uh my insurance went up <laughs> Oh jeez and I'm like I can walk from where I used to live uh, how much uh, how much more crime do you think is happening right it was so oh man are we have so many
0: i think we need to do other episodes like this because we have so many like just systems and infrastructure in the u.s that is so messed up and if you travel if you've traveled outside of the u.s i think you start to realize these things more and more Mm -hmm. and that's why a lot of americans who aren't well traveled or very cultured or very educated who you just don't you don't know about these things because like one one thing that I'll never forget, which I thought it just boggled my mind, was uh, we were in uh, St. Thomas and St. Martin, which are like, uh, um, I believe, well, St. Thomas is a Dutch and I think French owned island, if I remember correctly. But the whole island, for example, Jared... They didn't have any stop signs on the entire island. At first, like we had a tour bus driver who was telling us all this stuff. And he was like, "He was like, we used to have stop signs, but then one of the hurricanes uh, went through the island and just ravaged the island. And then we just hi- decided, you know, we're, we're not going to put the stop signs back up. <laughs> so it was really cool, though, like to see know. the way people would would drive because people who live there knew how to deal with that, right? But, you know, if you're a tourist and you're used to having stop signs,
1: you know, you're going to be like, well, how the hell do I even drive in this place, you know? <laughs> yeah um, i mean yeah i mean but it, i feel like in that case it's more like they just like well oh, we got used to it well what we there's no reason to put them back up we all know right. what we're doing at these places still probably isn't yeah but yeah people adapt for sure mm-hmm, um definitely. And, and, that, and and it seems like it would be very easy to adapt in these situations where because as i said before then you just use yield as a stop sign essentially right um i just it just i just it just made no sense to me it made no sense to me you know what makes no sense to me jared Untranslatables. That's a. Yeah, I yes. Is that what you were sure. saying? Well, that wasn't where I'm saying. But we can oh. we can get started with the untranslatables. That's okay. <laughs> oh, uh, you uh, you asked me to guess, so I guessed. What makes no you sense to guess. you? You can tell me. QAnon and oh, the whole yeah.
0: movement around QAnon. So I did mention to you um, off the air that uh, I started watching this document series on HBO Max on QAnon, mm-hmm. um, and it was really interesting because once again, like anything like QAnon type stuff, it's very Kind of conspiracy theorist type of stuff, and and I'll be honest, I am I'm definitely kind of interested in that stuff. I don't I don't believe it all, but it's interesting to look at and think about. And so, so far, I've only watched one episode, uh, Jared, and the episode is titled "The Calm Before the Storm." And so, what's fascinating about this whole. QAnon thing is, first of all, the fact that uh, it is anonymous is uh, at least what they were saying in the documentary so far. The fact that whoever this Q character is, is anonymous, is actually what gave him so much power and popularity because it so, could be anyone. It's kind of like Batman. QAnon you know? mm-hmm.
1: is a person? Is one person? W- well, so I'm, I'm not that far. Yeah, I've only one seen episode, one episode. Dude, um, mm-hmm. uh, there's a house like probably 10 minutes down the street from me. And they uh, they used to have uh, a bunch of MAGA flags out front, Confederate flags, big ones, bro. Uh, <laughs> American flags. And uh, they took down some of those... Uh, MAGA flags they still have one MAGA flag up it's actually kind of cool it's a it's a on like wooden boards and it's like an Mm -hmm. american flag but sort of in the background they have MAGA Mm -hmm. written i mean it's terrible and i don't agree with it but the the, but the way it's done i'm like i mean that's not bad but anyway they also have a uh i'm gonna use one of our f-bombs they have a fuck biden flag out front (laughs) and these are big flags these are not small flags oh (laughs) it's not an f biden fuck Biden. <laughs> nice and they also have That's hilarious. A, um they have a QAnon flag as well okay well and i'm and uh it's interesting a, it's, a, it's a terrible house to eat like that it's a terrifying house to even like walk by <laughs> right because i feel yeah. like there's someone like with some like even like with some like binoculars at the window just staring at me right <laughs> or through the but, scope of their sni- sniper rifle <laughs> oh, one or the God. other yeah oh man okay i think i'm gonna
0: start can taking I, a different route from here can right? i just say, all right can i just say though if you i'm sorry but if you fly the american flag and if you fly the confederate flag you are a special kind of stupid yeah
1: well this person special has every, kind every of sort stupid. of stupid flag up right <laughs> i'm also, surprised yeah, they don't have surrounded. a nazi flag i mean they might as well at this point. that's probably in their living <laughs> room behind their couch but yeah it's implied we get it right um but you know, th- you know, I live in a pretty liberal area, so th- this house is surrounded by like these, you know, love, n- love knows no hate, or whatever those sides. Like, I, I bet you, he, I bet you, he
0: pops off like that, uh, <laughs> f-
1: like that uh, pilot
0: we we were talking about a couple episodes back. About uh, the guy complained uh, oh. about liberals to the control center. <laughs> yeah, <they're,
1: laughs> yeah, look at damn Cheryl across the street driving her Prius. God damn it! <laughs> right, I only <laughs> drive something coal. that gets 15 <laughs> miles per gallon. Yeah, not uh, yeah, not, not roll rolling coal coal. with that ah, damn hybrid. Um, <laughs> I if I were uh, just imagine those neighbors though they can't sell their house. I like it, you could have the nicest house for the best price. I'm not buying that house next to if that if that's gonna be my neighbor. There's no way I'm even considering that house. That's kind of like uh, in the movie Step Brothers. That's like in the movie Step Brothers. They well, uh,
0: well, basically they they threaten the kids and they're like, well, you guys need to move out. We're selling the house. And Mm. so then their plan is, all right, we are going to make. It the house unsellable, so we oh. can stay here. So I think <laughs> Will Ferrell is like dressed up in like a Nazi costume, and he's like mowing the lawn and he's like, Hello, hello, neighbors, you know, like, um, but yeah, yeah, oh man, that's so crazy. But, anyways, back to this QAnon documentary. Um, so far, I'm only one episode in, but it's, it's really fascinating that, um, just the fact that you could post, like, look, I don't believe everything I see and I read on the internet, because that's just dangerous and stupid. Mm-hmm. However, it's really funny how much people read into these lines. Like, there was, like, one of the pictures on the documentary was a picture of Trump and all of his cronies, and they're all doing, I think, like, a thumbs up. And if you if you connect their thumbs, it makes the shape of a Q. And I'm just like, all right, like, do you really think that... that that's that like what they. Donnie like, sat down and, and was like, all right, we're going to do this. Make sure you get it all positioned so it makes a, a cue yeah. if you trade. You know what I mean? Like That's like what they used
1: to – I don't know if they still do. I mean, I'm sure people still do out there. But that's what like what they do with the Illuminati. You know, you can mm-hmm. always find a way to make a triangle out of something. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> but see, the thing about symbolism is if you're looking for a symbol, you can find it. Sure, It sure. doesn't mean that
1: that was the intention. You know, um, that that yeah. used to confuse me in like, literature classes when they would when they would tell us like well this color symbolizes this and this right. s- and this animal symbolizes this and in my head i'd be like i mean i understand that but was the writer how do we know the writer was really thinking yep. this deeply into yep. each color symbolizing the like i like th- so you're telling me that they specifically and maybe they did it just seems like a bold thing to teach Right, that that is why that happened. I, I don't know. I, I agree. <laughs> I think there
0: are a lot of literature uh, teachers out there who do take a lot of a uh, lot of or liberties. You get definitely it, yeah. with,
1: with like visual art too is obviously right. another big one where you'd see. Well, I mean, that.
0: you could do the same thing with music too if you if you really yeah, want. That's true. Um, that's true. People, but you're, you're absolutely right. Art. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Though I remember uh, I remember I came across an article online from it was from. Uh, I don't remember which author it was now, but it was from some pretty famous author. And they talked about how, um, you know, yes, it's good to teach your students how to um, analyze literature, but at the same time, like, sometimes writers just do something because, as you said, they, they just do it because they do it, not because there's some hidden allegory or, or story yeah. or symbolism, you know? Yeah. When
1: they, when they teach it like that, it almost feels like they, 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 they turn, like... It's, it, this makes any sense? Like they turn something metaphorical into something literal, you know? Like wouldn't it be the other way around? No, because I'm saying like what should be metaphorical, like the idea of white representing purity, for example. Mm-hmm. They make it be, this is white, so it represents purity. Like they're saying mm-hmm. they're saying that's what this is representing. You know, they're they're, they're turning right. it into where it's like, well, it's, and now is it a metaphor? Or you're just telling me that this is what they're telling us through. Right. through this metaphor. They're literally telling us this through this metaphor essentially. Where it's like oh, okay, maybe, maybe. <laughs> which is which is funny
0: though too because there are so many things that depending on the depending on where that writer is from, the color white could mean different things. Like I know sure. in China for example, I'm pretty sure if I'm pretty sure they were I thought they wore white for funerals if I remember correctly.
1: We've definitely talked about um we've definitely talked about we I, we I think we have a color on colors symbolizing different things in different uh cultures so, yeah so
0: guess at chinese funeral where uh oh no never mind they, they they also wear oh no white is acceptable though Oh, I you guess. know you know by hmm. the
1: way another movie i i saw before we do move on to these untranslatables mm-hmm. tenet have you heard of this damn movie mm-hmm. no this movie was it's this uh, it's this new movie by christopher nolan okay i don't know what the hell was it's happening it's called tenant tenant yeah and the main character is uh, uh john david washington is that his name denzel washington's son who i oh who I tend to like okay um i've seen him a lot recently because he was also in malcolm and marie and and some uh, uh oh uh, i see uh, is it like is it a thriller what is it it's not scary or anything. It, you know what else? You know what? It kind of reminds me of. It, it kind of gives me the vibe of like Inception. It's very time bendy It's like it's okay. it's it has a lot to do. You know, it's it's a crime thriller, but it's not, not in a scary sense, but like in a suspenseful sense. Uh, but it has a lot to do with time bending. It's annoying in this. You know, I don't. Oh, Michael like, Caine's in it. Uh, yeah, for a short bit. He it's he's not in it for a long time. He's um, but um. the main characters you see are john david washington um and then robert pattinson is another one and then some other people that i don't know their names (laughs) um but like it's very time-bendy and then also it's like this it's it's i I don't even fully understand the crime that they're trying to solve uh they keep saying like it's nuclear no it's 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 uh it's bigger than that it's just so and then there's always like the suspenseful music in the back it's dumb I don't know why the people were t- talking this movie up, and I'm pissed at myself. I rented this shit on Amazon for six dollars, and I'm like, the whole movie, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> uh, so I would not recommend that, but I would recommend Two Distant Strangers. Okay, I'll
0: have to check it out for sure. And yeah, that QAnon uh, documentary, for at least one oh, episode yeah. in, it's pretty well, interesting.
1: If I could, uh, you know, I've heard a lot about QAnon through podcasts and social media and stuff, but you know, I, I I'd happily. Watch this uh, documentary. If I could, I don't know. Somehow, I don't know. Stumble upon a password somewhere. I don't know. Maybe we might be able to find one for you somewhere. My house somewhere. Maybe I could find one under the couch cushions or something. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly.
0: All right, Jared. Well, I think you know what time it is. Yes. It's time for some untranslatables, which are idioms, proverbs, sayings, axioms that don't always translate on a one-to-one basis into English. And I have a couple French ones for us today, but then I'm hoping as well, Jared, that that we can talk about some slang terms related to the police today. Because I do think those could be some good ones, especially for our listeners out there who aren't uh, tuning in from the U.S.
1: We should, can we start with that? With With the police related untranslatables? Well, I was thinking.
0: Uh, sure, I-, I was just thinking we could get the French ones out of all the right. way and then go into the police ones myself. I hear you. But
1: when you say "out of the way," you makes it seem like some sort of like some sort of requ- requirement, you know? Well, anyway, anyway we are the us- untranslatable <laughs> podcast, so it's kind of a requirement. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, sure. All right, uh, you want to uh, get us started? You can. Uh, sure, I'll give it. Since you, we we are re- required to give at least uh, two to three French unt- uh, untranslatable exact French today. Uh, my first one, as I said, French, avoir le cool uh, entre deux, deux Chaise Something about having two of something. Cool? You should know that. A uh, French form of a very cool-o! commonly. Cool. Yeah, is, like, yeah. is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's butt? Okay. Yeah. To have one's ass between two chairs. To have
0: one's. To me, it just sounds like you're real thick. Uh, let's see here, that. <laughs> to have your ass between two chairs. Is it like to be in you between a rock and a hard a,
1: place? You somehow find a way to make everything a great pickup line. Um, <laughs> it's a gift and a curse, Jared. <laughs> in a sense, it is. By the way, in a sense, it is to be when, when you're when you're in in a, in a in between a rock and a hard place. What is, what are you struggling to do? Make a decision. There you go. So 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 you're like you're being indecisive. Yes. Okay,
0: I like mm-hmm. that one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Okay. Well, I will uh, also give you a French one. Sonne uh, casse patois paté à un
1: canard. Canard is also a swear word, isn't it? Uh, duck or duck. Oh, Con- it, I, I think conard or something like that is a swear word. I did be. know. I did know that was duck, though. Just to be clear, to all my French teachers listening it, to this, it doesn't break three legs to a duck. Oh, it doesn't make any difference. It doesn't matter,
0: yeah, yeah, I'd give it to you we We would actually use a different untranslatable though Jared, that has to do with uh home mm. any guesses uh this is when people used to actually write
1: letters uh oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh my gosh. It's nothing. It's nothing to write home about. Yeah. There you and go. I use it all yep. the time too and I couldn't yep. even think of it. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, nothing special, nothing to write home yeah.
1: about. Kind of like a uh, police killing black people. It's nothing to write home about, nothing special.
0: Oh, let's let's get into it. Let's talk about these these uh popo <laughs> idioms, Jared. Um, well, popo, that's already one. That's a yeah. slang term for the police. Hey,
1: well, yes, that is one. Yes, the popo. Uh, what about cops? That's the most common one. Mm-hmm. Where does that come from? Where did cops
0: come from? Let me find out for
1: you. Etymology
0: Yes. Of please. Cops. Cause that's the funny thing though. Cop also like to cop something as a verb means to get something. To cop a cop, something. cop as a verb to seize, to catch, to capture, or to arrest a prisoner uh, from seventeen oh four Northern British dialect.
1: So is it because they seize people?
0: <laughs> uh yeah this cop Proba- is probably probably getting copped by a cop yeah well right here so perhaps ultimately from french caper seize or to take from latin mm. capere to take um uh and dutch they have cop also to take um old frizz old Frisian as well so that's uh, interesting but, yes but then cop as a noun jared um policeman uh, uh cop meaning policeman is 1859 abbreviation uh said to originally be thief slang of uh earlier copper which is attested from 1846 agent um agent noun from cop to capture and arrest a prisoner Mm -hmm. and then they would call a police station a cop shop so Mm. that's kind of interesting that's kind of interesting okay where these terms come from so these actually both come back from england though which i find fascinating um yeah, interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, that makes sense. Our whole language comes from England.
0: Well, I don't know <laughs> if I'd go that far. We got a lot well, of French got whole slang, but got a bunch of random yeah, German, got a true. bunch of That's true. English is well, such a weird hodgepodge but, but, of all sorts of shit. <laughs> but the word for
1: but the word in Eng- in French is the same though. So we could right. have got we could have gotten it for French or English technically because it's the same word.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. So we have popo, we have yeah, cop I think. And cop I think is one of those that like when I hear that term, I don't find it to be. Now I'm not a police officer, so so maybe I'm wrong here, but I don't find that one to be nearly as offensive. as no, I think they as a lot it. of the other terms. I think. Right.
1: They, I think they use that one, right? Um, or maybe it, maybe cops like the N word only they can say it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here's one I've always been curious about five o, the five o. Yeah, the five o. It uh, it
0: comes from a code. It's it's a code. Mm. There's a and that's why. Um, Oh, I forget the code now. Uh, let's see here. Oh, 5-0. Because well, um, I know there's Hawaii 5-0. Yeah. 5-0. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Let's see. Agamology of 5-0. 5-0. Okay. Agamology from the police oh, officer. Oh, the TV show. Oh, it <laughs> comes from the TV show. Fascinating. Okay. Interesting. Yep. Shouted. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Typically shouted as a warning of approaching police by lookouts you know yeah, so but you the, say five
1: oh five oh right but where did that come from like why 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 did they start calling the police to fight you know five oh right and the Let's, tv the show your that doesn't Quora. uh thanks for asking although pretty much everybody has gotten the answer correct already i'm still gonna write out this freaking six paragraph monster essay yep. about it typical quora <laughs> Typical Quora, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, which is from the old t- uh, uh, which is from the old TV series uh, Hawaii Five O, at Jack Lord and James. Incredibly, this year he- uh, it's the fiftieth anniversary. All right, bro. Uh, oh, so that's it. But, w- but what is I- I'm trying to figure out what Five O meant in- to that show? You know,
0: right. Well, uh, um, my guess would be Hawaii Five O. Um, I wonder where, does it have to oh, do with the? saying
1: it's because of the car they drove. Because they all really? drove Mustangs uh, 5.0s, which Did was a Did they really Mustang drive 5.0s, 5.0s back then? Really? Listen, okay. that was one Quora thing I saw. My right. fa- uh, that <laughs> It said, um, I have another thought regarding this question. This see, this is why I freaking hate Quora. It's just people with thoughts. <laughs> right. Uh, as a teenager, uh, if I, uh we were not all familiar from t- Hawaii Five O. We grew up referring to the cops as Five 50- O. Oh, this is why they call them cop, simply because they, they drove uh you know the Mustangs with five the five liter V8s. Which you know, I've was never the GT seen at the a
0: time. cop. Well, now, granted, that was obviously before we were, I think, even born. But still, i I've, I've just not seen cops drive that type of vehicle.
1: Well, first of all, we've all seen some, Some, unfortunately, I hate to say it, you know, I, I hate to be a, a car person and then also be a black person in America because some police cars I think look dope as fuck. I oh, think for sure. I think Chargers make a cool police car. Yep. I think, I remember, uh, I think, m- I think Chargers are cool looking cars in general. Mm-hmm. I would never buy one, but I think they're cool looking. Um, and then also, I remember I am such a car nerd. I specifically remember I was driving to. Oh, I wasn't driving. I was I think I was too young. I was going to Cedar Point, and I saw a um, one of the, one of those uh, like F body square '90s Camaro uh, SSs. That oh, That nice. was just a normal silver like car. It'll look, uh, but it, it was had, an like, undercover police yeah, car. Yeah, and it had someone pulled over with all these hidden lights flashing, and I'm like, "That's dope." <laughs> so I have seen a cool police car here and there, but um, it's it's less cool when you're the per- when you're the black person driving down the road. Uh, but yeah, so uh, apparently it, it has no real real meaning. Interesting. Some other okay. uh, so some other slang. What well, do you have? Any other slang? The fuzz? Like? the fuzz. The fuzz. What's that one about? <laughs> and I think
0: I think that one. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought I remember hearing that on like one of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Is that uh, because games? they talk
1: over the um those radios and it always goes? Uh, That's gonna be my guess.
0: Maybe um, I'm trying to find the police one. I'm just finding fuzz. Is a slang
1: term for police, possibly deriving from the mispronunciation of the corruption of the police, the the police force or the force. It fuzz may also force. refer to the police radio static. Okay. Yeah. So you were right about that one. Okay. Yeah. So. Interesting. I, okay. But yeah, that is very that is very uh, that is very skateboardy. Like it's the mm-hmm. fuzz. We have to get out of this mall parking lot. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Can't be doing kickflips flips down these <laughs> stairs. The fuzz are coming. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Obviously,
0: the big one is, and I wonder, uh, uh, pig. Mm-hmm. Pig is another one, and I will say that. This is not a term that I would be willing to say in front of a police officer. I wouldn't recommend it. I like, wouldn't
1: recommend it.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I mean, if you just see how they treat people who haven't done anything wrong, who haven't even really given them a reason to be pissed at you, let alone yeah. you call them a pig. A pig? Which is which Why is funny though, Jared, over.
1: <laughs> because
0: uh, which is funny because I looked up a bunch of slang terms for police, and I actually have this website, and we'll have to do this uh, another episode. But I uh, and now of course I have too many tabs open, so I can't find it. But there's a website I have with like lists of slang terms, and it's actually it's uh, A through well, actually it's not A through Z because there's no A's, so it's B. It's actually B through W, um, and these are actually police terms. All over the world. And so what was fascinating is as I was scrolling through this list just to find some more slang terms for, for cops, for the fuzz, for the five O, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was amazed by how many just different countries would use different animals. So just a teaser for a future episode at some point. Um, I believe in Hungary they actually call them uh, the wolf is what they call mm. the police. That's In good. Germany they call them die Bullen, the bulls. Mm. Um, okay. So, you know, we call them pigs. So.
1: Ours is the least flattering. At least, right. At least those animals are sort of tough and yeah, and aggressive.
0: Well, pigs are pretty tough and aggressive, but they just
1: have this. They do. Uh, but that's not the that's not the stereotype that right. most people are using. <laughs> they're fat.
0: They're dirty. They fat, eat everything. Dirty. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Lazy is also, which is right. not really true. But that uh, is that true? Yeah, that is kind of true, aren't they? They don't really do much. Well, well, well. We're I think it, I think it depends on the kind of pig too.
0: Yes. Yes, and, and and also I hate to say it, but also the kind of police officer too, probably, because yeah, there sure. are some good ones out there. Um, there
1: are some good ones out there. But why why do you why do you that's a that's another that's something about the perception I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. There's Let's always, talk about it. There's always that need to make it clear that there's some good ones out there. Why is that? Why do you always have to like remind people there there's some good ones out there too? Well, well, Jared, it's it's the same. I would say the same
0: thing if it was um. I mean, if we if we say any blanket statement about any group or occupation or whatever, um, I just think it's it just doesn't do much when you just say, "Oh yeah, all cops are bad." You know, like yes, the majority of them clearly have not been trained properly, clearly have
1: a lot of issues with power imbalances. Um, so, by good good ones are ones that what don't have any sort of they're actually record? there to
0: protect and serve <laughs> or... exactly well exactly they treat so, people respectfully they yeah. don't beat your ass for no re. well frankly i think the fact that police can even beat your ass in general is pretty messed up mm-hmm. you know it already puts you at a disadvantage when you interact with police because they can use absolute brute force and all they need to say is well i was in danger of my life or i feared from my- well it's like well shit what if i'm fearing for my life I can't I, yeah. do anything. But I you would know?
1: argue, if I would argue, if you are one of these good police officers that haven't <laughs> beat anyone, <laughs> if that's the if that's what the the judgment is of a good or bad police officer, uh, I would say that they probably know and or work with someone that has that has oh, gone for away sure. with it for sure. Well, and, and that's the other sure huge they, issue. They don't, they don't have a. I, I would imagine that I'm not that they don't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. But um, the system is set up where if you try to say anything about that person, they'll kick out the person that's complaining about that. Exactly. That's, so that's You why, hit the nail on the head, Jared. Which exactly. is also why I find it weird that you, and not just you, but a bunch of people must insist that there are good police out there. I don't understand why. You always have to make that clear. Like, like um, I, I don't know. Because we, I, I, we have never once yet said that they're all bad either, have we? True. That's a good point. That's so, true. I just find it weird, though. I know people do it all the time, and I'm like, right. you don't. Wh- why do you feel like you need to stick up for them? I, I don't get it. That's a good point, and I'm I, I
0: don't know why. I guess um, I don't know. I will have to think about it some more. I'm not mm. sure. Mm. Not sure. But but yeah. But we do have. I mean the the entire the entire system we have with the um, and I'm not trying to get over our heads here, but just the um, the prison system we have in the U.S. All of the different stuff we have regarding police and the justice system, the penal system, as it were, um, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's a crazy system. I, I, I tried
1: so hard not to laugh. <laughs> I, I figured I might be able to get you with
0: that one, but yeah, it's it's just so crazy though, Jared. Because you know, and and I do think it's really important to recognize that depending on your race, it will really change your perceptions of police. Right? Sure. Like me as a white guy, I've had fairly tame. You know, interactions with the police. I've never I have. Ne- I'll be honest. I have never felt like my life is in serious danger. Like I'd never felt like, shit, this guy's going to kill me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the the only scary run in I had. And it wasn't even scary, really. But I had a run in with a police officer back when I was still in college. I went to visit our good buddy, um, our buddy uh, Ian, who uh, we met in Vienna. I went to go visit him at Northwestern. I was driving back to Michigan, and I got caught in a speed trap. Um, I didn't see the cop because he was on a motorcycle hiding behind a. Um, he was on a motorcycle hiding behind a, like a highway pillar, um, and so then he got me for speeding, but also for. Um, like, failure to stop for a police officer, which mm-hmm. raised my ticket to, like, 350 bucks. And for a broke-ass college student, 350 bucks <laughs> is a week's work. Chaz is going to be um, telling
1: this story for the rest of his life. Probably. He, he, I can hear um, you getting angry just bringing this up. Yeah. You know, and see, that's the thing about about racism is you can, uh, is you can never, you know, pe- uh, people, especially, I would say, white people in America, or just in general, always want to have these clear examples of racism. And most times, I feel like uh, people of color are more often than not not wa- not walking away from just these clear situations of racism where it's like this person called me the n word, this person pulled me over for no reason and beat me. It's more of these like situations. I feel like that we that people of color walk away from where it's like did that person just do something racist to me? It was like because yeah, you can always like people do on social media try to justify it away. But it's like, you. I feel like, I mean, now obviously there are the obvious situations too, but I feel like most racist situations are more like, I think that was racist, but I I don't really know what just happened. I remember um, Brad and I were driving to Colorado, uh, I think it was like right after college or something like that. And, uh, you know, his car was filled with a bunch of his shit because he was moving there. And we, uh, I, th- I don't remember who was driving, but he, um, I think he was driving, he was driving. We 100% were not speeding. He had cruise control on, going, you know, whatever the speed limit was, and we mm-hmm. were just chilling, you know. And um we get pulled over and they ask us to get out of the car and they searched the and they searched the car and they like took everything out of the car oh, just on the side of the road. And we weren't speeding and we didn't get a ticket or anything. And um and What was like, the reason to search the car? I don't fucking know, dude. I don't know. <laughs> um and we didn't have anything to hide and, and we didn't really know any better anyway and, and, and in my mind i don't know there's no benefit to being like you don't have any legal right to search it because one i'm a child essentially you know i was probably like early 20s and two it's like even if they don't what am i going to do out here on the side of the road in freaking nebraska or wherever i think it was nebraska right um and so they searched the car took everything out didn't find anything and they said all right you know on on you go mm-hmm. or it's like I can't say that that was racist or not, but it is interesting that they happened to, that it happened to me. <laughs> That's right. all I'm going to say. Right. Uh, and so it's, and it's like, yeah, I don't know, maybe it wasn't racist, but why are you checking the car or whatever? And so, and, and I feel like just situations are a lot more often like that than this sort of clear, like, this is racist, this isn't racist. Right. Have you heard of the term uh, copaganda? I haven't, but I like the term already. Propaganda is has has been a super popular term in in the social media spheres these days. And so, can um, I
0: take a stab at what it might be? Propaganda. Sure. Yeah. Is I'm assuming I would guess that propaganda would be pro
1: police esque propaganda. Copaganda? or is it the opposite? Propaganda is a no. You're right. It's a portmanteau. Is a word. I mm-hmm. remember. Um, I remember I used portmanteau in a in a uh, essay one time and my mom I asked my mom to read the essay for me just to, for mm-hmm. her feedback and she's like, Don't use words that you don't know the meaning of and I was like Ooh. I, Googled, I was like, What are you talking about? I I, I looked it up and, and 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 she's like and she's like and then she's like, Well you didn't like did you take this from some essay? You, you know, you can't just copy and paste and I was like right. No, I just was trying to figure out what was the word for when they combined two words, and I found out it was portmanteau, so I put it in there. Yeah, um, anyway, so I, sh- I shouldn't say that. As i said, my mom thinks I'm a smart, genius little boy. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that, that's essentially what propaganda is, and it takes all, all different forms, you know? Mm-hmm. It takes the form of whatever is in you that forced you to have to say that all cops are good. It takes the form of, you know... When I don't know about you, but when I was in elementary school, we took a, a field trip to a police station, and those sneaky bastards took took all the kids' fingerprints. Finger yep. Um, yep, they showed you make the, it a the, fun little activity. They showed you the cute little German Shepherd, uh, yep. which terrified me when I was a kid. By the way, um, and and you know they showed you the lights on the police car and all that shit. Um, And then it also takes the form of TV shows, you know, NYPD Hawaii Five-0. Hawaii (laughs) (laughs) Five-0. Coming back full circle here, Jared. Uh, Hawaii Five-0. You know, all those shows where it's like the cops saving the day, essentially. There's a whole bunch of them. You know, Brooklyn Nine-Nine got canceled because of this whole cop copaganda sort of fiasco that really started, not fiasco, but like sort of movement that really started happening You know, around the George Floyd times, when people started to be a little bit more aware of just how intertwined, like this idea that we must respect the police and that the police are heroes. That's another Mm -hmm. big one. Police are heroes. It's just a job that I feel like, yeah, like that's another one where where it's it's almost in the same way that you had to say like, and I'm not, I'm sorry for picking on you. I don't mean to. You can pick on me. Feel free. Say that, like, you know, there are good ones out there. I feel like there's also that knee jerk reaction to like say the heroes and i'm not saying they're not i I don't know i'm I'm not saying they're like all the scum of the earth either it's just like this idea of needing to like constantly reaffirm how important they are to society is really more of what it is which
0: is kind of funny because i feel like at the end of the day um you know i don't want to speak for police officers because i certainly am not one but it seems like a lot of them are looking for that ego boost you know? Yeah.
1: Well, that was actually one of the. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to spoil some more. Can I sh- <laughs> spoil? Can I spoil it. some it's more fine. of this you, strangers? Yeah. Sure. One of the. Uh, so you know, as I mentioned, a whole bunch of different scenarios on trying to uh, get away from the cops. One of them was like he was trying to like you know be friendly with the guy, mm-hmm. and um, that he probably just backfired. Well, he tried it a couple times. It okay. <laughs> sometimes it worked different ways. It's ending the same way every time. But anyway, uh, one of the times, you know, they got to chit-chatting, and, and he was asking him how did he be, become a police officer. And he's like, I wanted to right the wrongs that I saw in my – and he's like – and and the black guy was, like, laughing. He's like, don't give me that, like, you know, propaganda bullshit. Why did you really right. want to do – and he's like, I was sick of being bullied and people walking all over me. And he was like – so. and the black guy was like, so you – you know it's funny? I remember the cop's name, but I don't remember the, the black guy's name. <laughs> um and so in the so the black guy was like uh so you became the bully and and the cop said no i put the bullies away and, right because you know, that's a, totally what they exactly, do of exactly, course exactly and it's the well, sort of Jared, perception of how, like of of how people see them versus how they're seen in general so i don't know if you and i were having this
0: conversation or i might have been talking to another friend of mine um the the two other friends I have other than Jared, <laughs> yeah. I was um, like, who else could that have been? Right. You, but you mean I was, your mom? <laughs> I,
1: <laughs> I, so I was I was talking,
0: I was talking to one. Of, I think it was one of my buddies, but it could have been you as well. And we were talking about how, like, it takes a special type of person to even want to become a police officer. Mm-hmm. Like I have no desire. To be a police officer, like me either. Like I have no, who am I to tell you how to live your life or, or or, you know, enforce the law, whatever the hell that even means,
1: you know. But I did grow up, sort. I'm not gonna say idolizing, but sort of Mm -hmm. like a lot of my, like I guess kid heroes were cops uh rush hour i loved the rush hour oh, series. Yeah. Yeah. um bad boys i loved the bad i love the bad boy series mm-hmm. uh so like as a mission impossible he's essentially a cop <laughs> so, right i mean he's a super cop but you know he's a spy you know right uh and so like i i i don't know so um it, they, it was it is like baked into in, into you that also that like it's cool, you know. It's sort of like the same thing. Propaganda like, again. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a lawyer, and mm-hmm. sort of I think I just like the idea of you know what you see in movies. These guys like right. constantly on the move, You're suave getting, in the yeah, court, yeah, wearing cool yeah. suits, arguing with people in court, getting into sticky situations in the streets to get information, you <laughs> right? Know? Not just like filing reports and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> sitting at and, your and desk yeah, reading and miles and miles of paperwork. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, learning code. Um, so. um... So like uh, it's just you know it's just like this they they've there's like a whole market to making cops look cool you know right and now I do think once
0: again sorry we're going back to the whole um, I I do think that some cops. Um, do get into the force for good reasons, but I do think there is probably a high percentage that are well, I don't know if it's a high percentage, but there are certainly some police officers. Mm. I went to school with a couple state troopers um, and when I found out like I looked on Facebook and they had passed their state trooper test I was like I was kind of like, well shit, I hope I'm gonna get pulled over by you because you were an asshole in high school <laughs> like one of these guys had serious anger problems he beat up he beat up a kid pretty bad. Um, and now he's a state trooper. So and he's a big dude. Yeah. He's like six three, six four, guy would be about two twenty.
1: Loves to wear that big ass hat that state yep. troopers love to wear. Why is it that the state troopers wear the hat? I don't know. What, I don't understand what that is.
0: It's once again, it's probably a hierarchy thing. Just I like guess. the military. Different I guess different so. stuff yeah, on your uniform means like, a different hierarchy. It's yeah. like
1: the green berets, but like the state troopers wear those big ass hats. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Um it, but you know, to me at the end of the day, I don't think it really matters why you got into it, I think it matters. Who have you become? Who are you yeah. now? For sure. For sure. Um, you know what also, though, Jared, is a fascinating
0: facet of American culture and police. Yeah. Um, and and you won't really be able to touch too much on this uh, since you're a fancy private school kid. But <laughs> we had a deputy at our public school. Um, and I read, once again, doing some research uh, before today's
1: episode, I read this really... Um, it was... Co- Actually, here, maybe I can find it real quick. Well, while you're looking for it, mm-hmm. th- that's a I. I I did not have any, I didn't have any experience with um, cops in school, Uh, but I'd be, I'd I'd love to talk about it because I do, I have heard a lot about it, um, but I did have experience, and this is why racism is weird, and the idea of privilege is very layered, and intersectionality is weird, because I also did grow up with a lot of privilege, and I remember one time I was driving my friend to, he was, he my school was a boarding school. I didn't stay at the boarding school. I stayed at home. But one of my friends stayed at the boarding school, and I was driving him back to school back to school at night. And in the last sort of straight road to our school, it's like 35, and I probably was going like 60. And um, the cop, the cop that I've seen before, that's always he's not like a school, like he's not like a you know cop for our school, but he's always posted in the same spot. Right. And I told him I was like, oh, we go to this school. I'm Mm -hmm. taking my friend back to the boarding school. And, right. you know, we were, you know, I probably made some lie like, oh, we were studying at my house and now I'm taking you mm-hmm. back to school. And he was like, all right, go on with your day. And that was most definitely using some of my privilege of being, you know, sort of a, a wealthy private school kid that goes to that mm-hmm. rich private school right there that you that I yep. go to every day. Oh, that certainly helps. So,
0: Jared, I couldn't find the story, but um, but, you know, my my mind is an iron trap. So <laughs> let me let me retell this story yeah, for give you. Give it to me from your so, from your heart. So, uh, so, I, so this was a story I came across. I'm pretty sure it was on Reddit, um, which was basically this. Uh, this guy talks about how um, in America, you know, in public schools, it's not uncommon to have like a deputy that's stationed at your school, right? Mm-hmm. And this was a, this was a black kid growing up in a school that was kind of mixed. You know, you'd white kids, Latino kids, you know, ev- everybody. And so, um, but he said for some reason, probably racism, the police officer would wa- uh, would kind of target him. And he uh, um, he ended up getting uh, he searched the kid's locker, didn't find anything. So then uh, for some odd reason, he still thought this uh, poor kid was being suspicious. So he got a warrant signed by the judge and they broke into his house, uh, broke down the door into his house, searched his house. Had him at gunpoint, his parents were out. This was like terrible timing. His parents were out of town on vacation, so his grandmother was taking care of him. So can you imagine you're a high school student, 15, 16 years old, you're sleeping, then you and granny get awoken to your door being busted down and then held
1: at gunpoint by the 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 police officers. And the cops are essentially using school like the school to try and like quote-unquote find criminals you know what they yep. think they're finding criminals like that's the essentially the point of them being there it's like you're not here to protect us from anything you're here to sort of because you, you think you're going to collect some sort of evidence on us
0: right and then well, and then the funny thing about that whole, well not even funny but the tragic thing I'm about that whole up. story i don't know what uh, you're <laughs>
1: <talking about>. <laughs> <laughs> that the whole tragedy
0: of this entire story though jared is that this kid had to continue to go to that same school, see that same officer, and mm-hmm. he said he had nightmares. He had all these, you know, terrible things happen. A lot of his classmates didn't want to be friends with him anymore because they were worried if they'd associate with him that they would, you know. And and uh, also he he ended up, I guess. Um, oh, there was something else in the story. Basically, I think they when they searched his locker and they didn't find anything, they they. Pulled him out of school in handcuffs. So if you can only imagine how traumatizing, you know, high school students are brutal anyways with gossip. Yeah, now let you're alone a criminal. Right, and and it just goes to show you exactly like you said that you know the in theory the whole point of the police
1: is to quote unquote protect, protect the and to serve. They're but, to protect the students. That's why. You, right. That's why at all these black schools you put up. Uh, gun or excuse me metal detectors mm-hmm. and you have cop station all over the place it's like you're there to protect students right but no it's like oh no maybe if we set up enough cops here we can find some early criminals in the making and get us to the k- drug kingpins because that's how right. that works right um, but, and then you know that's another sort of a- along the lines of that perception of the police because then there's the conversation of you know there is there is no lying that there there's no exaggerating that there is a much heavier police presence in, you know, schools that are heavy heavier uh, populations of of kids of color. Mm-hmm. Um yet, you know, when we hear of all these school shootings, Chad, where do these where where do these school shootings tend to happen? In these Usually uh, more the white schools, isn't wider there? neighborhoods, whiter mm-hmm. white schools done by usually Usually white, white kids, yeah. And why is it that after these instances happen, we don't, we don't see we do, we still don't see an increase in police presence in these schools after we've seen instances that, of shootings happen? That and why, Chad,
0: and <laughs> the shooters oftentimes are taken alive if they're white. Mm-hmm. But like there was that black guy that attacked police in D.C. the other day, um, or last week. And and he he attacked police. I don't know what his motive was, but of course they they killed him. Right. Whereas sure. Whereas you have an entire mob swarming the damn capital of mostly white people, mm-hmm. and you don't you don't see you. I think what two or three people died, and and a couple of those people were police officers that died. Uh, right yeah. from the insurrection. Yeah. I know well, that one woman got shot because she was start, trying to reach in the door, and they yeah, kept did, telling did you see her that
1: video. That video was. Cr-
0: I didn't, it. It I didn't see the video. I didn't see the video. I mean,
1: of it. I'm not gonna say. I mean, yeah, she. They were. They were like. There was a barricade up, and it was like. A, it was like a dude in a suit. So this wasn't even right. a cop. This was like some sort of secret secret service, service or right. something like that. Well, and you can and tell by the guns they had too. I'm not that much of an expert. I just saw he was wearing a suit, and I'm like, oh, this guy's right. not your normal cop. But um, you could. He was pointing the gun, and you could hear him saying, "Back up! I'm going to shoot you multiple yep. times." And yep. then she continued to rip this barricade down, and it's like, mm-hmm. I mean. How many times I gotta tell you? (laughs) Yeah, I don't even. I hate to say someone deserves that because I don't think anyone. But I mean, it's like, well, doesn't get more damn transparent than that. Other than like literally being like, I
0: am going to shoot you now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: sure, sure.
0: um, But but yeah, I just find it so crazy though that we have police officers in our schools. And I think once again, intentions and intent can be very different things, right? I think the intention. Of putting police officers in public schools is so you know I I still remember the dude's name was Deputy Mobs and he was actually you that's know a, that's his name Mobs Mobs yeah was his last name, name Deputy Mobs <laughs> um um he's probably retired now I would bet but anyways the, the whole point here is that I think the the intent was let's put some of these police officers in schools so kids can interact with them realize that they're normal people propaganda r- r- right right um. But, yeah, it's it's just so crazy, though, because, yeah, I mean, y- they have so much power where if, if you're in a school like we had we had drug dogs come to my high school. We had they would sniff the lockers. We had to, like, stay in all the classrooms. And it's it's like
1: Damn. it's like you're really using
0: your tax dollars to, feels, to
1: I imagine like the cops in your virtual background walking through as you guys are in class, like with dogs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was kind of crazy and look forward. Pretend like we give a shit about algebra. while these cops walk through and analyze all right a a a A squared plus b squared (laughs) equals c squared class yeah like
0: oh man it's it's and the, the funniest thing too about i think um police and community relations and some of the problems we have with the perception is the fact that technically speaking you're not supposed to lie to police however they can lie the shit out of you if, if they want to get yeah. something out of you, right? Yeah. And I hate the fact that it is legal in our country where cops can kind of do this kind of catch-22 or kind of like gotcha moment, you know, where, yeah. where they can hide behind a pillar on a fucking motorcycle so you don't even see them, and then you zoom right on by them, right? Or the fact that are we... Oh. Are other countries? Do other countries allow unmarked police vehicles? Because I didn't really see those in Europe, or or maybe I didn't know because they were unmarked (laughs) police. Much better, (laughs) right?
1: Um, I don't think so. I think that's sort of a. a, pretty sure American that's a u.s thing, thing right i mean, you know the, you look in a lot of european countries those things look like highlighters like yeah. they're yep. <laughs> they're orange yep. and yellow and white <laughs> i saw a picture
0: online of one of the newer tahoe models and it was black looked mm-hmm. once again looked dope as hell but it was black <laughs> yeah. and then the and then the sheriff embroidering yeah. or the thing ghost. on the side they call that ghost yeah, it only lit up when lights were shined on it, mm-hmm. which is like, it's like, okay,
1: so if you really want... It's like a slightly different shade of the color of the car, and mm-hmm. it's like re- sort of reflective. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why why
0: as a country are we cool with these gotcha type of things, you know? You know I,
1: I've heard they do that because if, if you have a... F- this is just what I heard. I this was might not I don't think this was Quora but it might have been Reddit so same thing. Okay. As as far as the validity of these (laughs) answers go. Right. Uh, But I heard that at least in some places they do this because if you have a fully no like fully unmarked car, Mm -hmm. you're not allowed to pursue. I believe. And I I believe it's I believe it's, it's it's a it's a loophole for to still be able to pursue. So that's just what I heard. Once again, loopholes upon or Twitter. loopholes upon loopholes. So yeah. who who knows, right? Twitter news. It, yeah,
0: it's it's just a shame that we've reached this point culturally as a nation where um, where number one, the fact that I also will say the fact but that I feel like um, it was inevitable. Yeah, I feel like,
1: but I feel like it's I I feel like it's a shame and a good thing because I feel like we like people have been living too comfortably for a long time and I feel like there needs to be more exposure to the reality and now that we have mm-hmm. the the uh you know all these cameras and stuff um we're, we're getting more, more just more exposed to to sort of the f- foolishness of this copaganda right right well and the the other big issue too with
0: um where we're where we are culturally with the police is the fact that if, if, you know, there was the defund the police movement was kind of a big thing, especially, you know, um, four or five months ago when, when, you know, there were still a lot more protests and everything um, here in the U.S. But the funny thing is, is that I'm willing to bet if whoever organized that slogan defund the police, if they could have come up with a better slogan, I have a feeling it would have gotten more traction because... If you just hear the term "defund the police," which let's be honest, your average American is probably not going to get their fat ass off the couch and Google what the hell "defund the police" means. They're just going to hear that and go, "All oh, these damn liberals—they just want to—they just want anarchy and no, no police in our country." And that's not what it's about. Defund the police was about appropriating more funds for other ways to assist and help the police, such as. Having, like, social workers and people who actually know how to handle people who have mental health issues, which is a way better solution, in my opinion, than having a heavily armed, um, generally heavily armed man come up to you. Like, you know, you've heard stories of people who have who have been autistic or had, had any other, um, I don't know what the right term here is, but... Um, is mental disabilities still okay to say? I'm not I even so. sure. Um, so. But you know, but have other any other mental disabilities or any other difficulties, mm-hmm. and then they get killed or they get put in jail or whatever. When if you just had a social worker show up yeah, to the this call, is not
1: a police offense, like right, guns or, or weapons never needed to be introduced to this situation, and a lot of times, just the presence of um, police is is sort of already lifts lifts the the tension. In, oh, for in sure. Situation. Well, it's really um, interesting. You Jared, move on, though, because mm-hmm. I, I want to on the on the defund the police thing. Mm-hmm. I agree with you that a lot of people that um, are opposed to defund the police aren't going to do any research, mm-hmm. which is why I don't think it really matters what the what the slogan, uh, is? slogan is, because I think whatever the quote unquote libtards or liberals present <laughs> as the solution to over policing. Um, people won't, people, uh, that oppose these liberals won't want to hear it because I feel like a large, a number of the portion, a large portion of the population, including a lot of liberals, um, I don't think, think that there's that big of a problem with policing because I don't think, I think it's, less a political issue i mean it's an issue that obviously gets solved by politics but it's more a racial issue so i do think that there are still even a lot of liberals that don't fully understand the issue you know Mm -hmm. or like sort of the the disdain towards police that some people have so obviously solving it you solve it through politics but i don't think it's a political issue i think it's a rate more of a racial issue okay sure the the other big issue too with um with the
0: police and this whole idea of defunding the police is i i will agree i think that police they they have they try to wear too many hats they try to do too much yeah whereas you i think if for everything right whereas i think if we did have a better system set up where like i said if you're having yeah. mental health issues and maybe you can get a social
1: worker out there defund if you- the police and and provide the funding that you would give to the police to a social worker so that social worker can have a car to respond to uh to calls and stuff like that and the well, similar, and the, like, the other thing too would. with
0: with police funding is why are we why do police need to be armed to the teeth why do the police why does this need to be basically a second standing military and Mm -hmm. that leads me to my next question which is if the police are armed like a military who do you think they're actually going to be protecting and serving because it's
1: probably not going to be you and i if we're being honest well yeah well that well the the stuff too that's also kind of propaganda as well Mm -hmm. i mean one we've obviously glorified weapons in general in this country sure uh and, and and we live in a culture where for the most part guns are cool you know <laughs> mm-hmm. right um and, and 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 then obviously then there's money you know it's like uh, like why I, like why, why is it that we're even in a place where the all these surplus there's there's a lot so much surplus military gear that it's like well we have extras we might as well sell it to the police or give it to the police or whatever i don't understand how that's like why that is the logical system i agree right with you is essentially what i'm saying right
0: <laughs> So Jared, I do want to mention one really interesting uh, YouTube channel that I came across while I was also doing some of this research. Let me um, guess. Which uh is it? The Ask a Black Man? It is not. Although that's a really good one. That's a really good one. He did have police officers (laughs) on that one episode, which was a really good, interesting
1: conversation. Um, And I will say this as well: I got Um, uncomfortable just watching him sitting there by himself in a room full of cops. I'm like, bro, you are. If it, if make, you if it makes you feel better, Jared, he has episodes it. after that, so he survived. <laughs> yeah. He survived. You're braver to, than me even to invite uh, just this large group of cops, and you're just that one little uh, non-cop in the middle. I was like, it's like, whoa you're probably sweating, bruh. Uh-uh. Right. Not me. Right. Couldn't be me. <laughs> right.
0: Well, but at the end of the day, though, Jared, what was so fascinating about that video is... Um, I mean the cops kind of all said the same thing at the end of the day we're just trying to do our job.
1: We're just trying to stay safe, you know, that's it's very dangerous out there and we need to get in front of the threats and not and you know we're we're cons- we're, we're afraid for our lives and there are a lot of threats out there. Of course I've heard uh, yeah, we've all heard yeah. before. But we've anyways, the, the
0: YouTube channel though that I really like that I would say is not copaganda is called Audit the Audit. And so what this channel YouTube channel does Jared is basically it walks you through Traffic stops with police and talks about what the police officers did wrong mm. um, and how you can basically more more or less try to, quote, unquote, prepare yourself. I'm doing air quotes right now for prepare, because really, if you get pulled over by a police officer, you're kind of at their whim. Yeah. Like, you really are. Stop resisting. Um, Stop r-
1: resisting. Right. And you're not even <laughs>
0: resisting. Like, And it was funny. So there was this one video that I watched of this uh, Hispanic guy who gets pulled over by a police officer. Um, he had it, it, they were in uh, Texas, I believe. so it's hot out, right? And he, he had his window cracked or window down. The officer directs him to get out of the car. As he's getting out of the car, he goes to close his window, which, I mean, shit, I would do that if I was getting out of my car, you mm-hmm. know, regardless if it's just uh, getting out or if a police officer asks me the to get out of co- the car. cop implies
1: it as him trying to hide something or something Exactly. Like that.
0: And so uh, so it ended up them having basically a 10-minute conversation and him, uh, resulting in this guy getting his doors. hands behind his back. And, of course, the cop searches the car, finds nothing. Um you know, and then, but what happened though, Jared, what's so crazy about the story is where this guy got pulled over by a cop was actually in his neighborhood. So his dad saw what was going on. So his dad gets in his pickup truck, drives Everyone's down the street. into a
1: pickup truck. <laughs> right.
0: His dad gets into his pickup truck and the cop this says, is hey, you're, you're obstructing tra- traffic. You need to park somewhere else. The dude listens to the police officer. He doesn't argue with him. He goes and he parks his truck elsewhere. So then he walks he and back. he's... And he's across the street. He's not next to them. He's not in the cop's face. He's not yelling. But no he interference. is. He, but he is videotaping mm-hmm. everything, which I don't blame him. Based on what yeah. we've seen, I do not kid. blame him. Yeah, right. And so he's videotaping him, and then the cop calls for backup, and then they get this the guy across
1: the street's being hostile.
0: Yep, and they get him detained and arrested as well for interfering with the arrest or whatever. When he, but see, this is the thing: is that cops can lie; they can they can tell you whatever they want to try to get something
1: out of you, um, and so you got to be really really careful out there. And it's it's yeah. a shame and they can always find an excuse to be detaining you there's always some which is why i sort of said the stop resisting because that's sort of a classic move where it's like as soon as you say that anything physical they do to you is is a free pass because it's like well the person was resisting why didn't they just stop resisting
0: which is so funny
1: too because the other
0: oh sorry go ahead well the other loophole cops have is they say well they, they take nervous as suspicious he was acting suspicious yeah and it's like it's like well, you know, if I got stopped by anybody who had a gun and maybe a potentially a canine that can rip and my arm off. And maybe even like
1: pre-undid the gun before they walk up right. to your door. Yeah, or ha- exactly. Their hands, hands like, on their gun. Like they're about yeah. To, yeah, like it's high noon. Right, right. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, it's it's just, it's really, it's. I think in our country at least, we have come to the point where, I mean, we've seen it. Our police have too much power, mm-hmm. you know, um, and the fact and that- And we've given
1: it to them. Yeah, We we are, in, in, in general, society f- is okay with it. Right. Well, that, uh, well,
0: unfortunately, look who a lot of the general society is. I mean, it's a lot of white people who yeah. probably never have any issues or problems with the police, so they can't really understand it, you know? And to them,
1: um, to a lot of these white people, it is the idea of like, well, they're here to protect us. If someone were to break into my house, I would call them, you know? Right. But I'm never just randomly getting uh pulled over for no explicable reason you know right well yeah, that's like, kind well, of like pulled over one time i was speeding i kept my hands on 10 and 2 he gave me my ticket i said thank you sir and we went on with our way this cop is a good guy he's not a bad cop right <laughs> it's like oh, okay
0: I got two things to mention number one about the calling the police to come to your house if it's robbed for white people that reminds me of a really funny uh, bit that Dave Chappelle did where he was like he was like I'm not even gonna call the police if my house gets robbed because they're gonna come in here they're gonna you know he, Mm -hmm. he like he hit himself on the head with his microphone and he did his white people voice which is always so funny when Dave Chappelle does that but he was like he was like yeah, we we have this uh, un- un- unarmed uh, African American man in this very nice house, and it seems that he's posted up his pictures and uh, all around the house. You know, so basically, he's talking about how he couldn't even call the cops as a black man because they think the, the yeah. house is too nice for him to live in it, right? But then it brings me up my second point I want to quickly mention. I was listening to, I think, a podcast with Burt Kreischer, if I remember correctly, and he was talking about how a lot of times for cops is just such a power trip because um I don't remember if Bert was speeding or what he did, but, but basically, or no, he, I think he parked in the wrong spot. He parked in like a handicapped spot while he was waiting for his parents or something. And the cop came up was being a giant asshole to him. And he was, and he didn't know who Bert Kreischer was um, because let's be honest. I mean, if you're, if you're, my parents have no walking idea around christ right <laughs> i mean he just looks like a kind of a normal you know normal white dad kind of dude you know he's a little bit chubby he has a beard that's probably exactly wearing a what baseball he looks hat like, yeah and so so anyways, Except so he's
1: probably videotaping himself at some point because right that's what he right. always does but it was
0: just so funny because the cop was like trying to do this whole power trip he's like well i can write you a ticket for seven hundred dollars for parking here and because he's a rich mm-hmm. comedian he's just like all right write me the ticket and he said by him just saying write me the ticket i don't care he was like the cop's demeanor completely changed. Because because he didn't really have that
1: power over him anymore. you yeah. know. See, that's because I, that's mm-hmm. privilege right there, even to be able to say that. Well, of course. I would never of course. say that. <laughs> well, I wouldn't either, because number one, I don't want a ticket.
0: But but it's just so funny, though. It just goes to show you like that I think a lot of these guys get off on them having authority and power over you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he probably was expecting, the police officer was probably expecting, like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, sir, I'll move right, right away right. or something exactly. like that. I didn't exactly. realize I couldn't park here. I'm so sorry. Yeah. right it's
0: and i i it was funny i was telling my parents um today they were like oh what's your what's your podcast about today and i was like police uh, perceptions and my mom and my mom was like oh i've never had any problems with the police and i'm like of course you haven't mom you're you're <laughs> you're a white lady who who you know is pretty pretty nice and i can't see why and she's like, oh yeah cops have always been really nice to me and i'm like of course they have been i bet
1: <laughs> yeah she's, she's yeah. never gotten pulled over randomly in nebraska and they told her to get out of the car and they just and search everything nope not to my knowledge, no. <laughs>
0: okay. Um, but yeah, but see, that's the thing is I think there's a disconnect for a lot of people because they don't fear the police or they don't have negative. Yes. So, and so they well, think it's like that for
1: everybody, but it's, it's not. It really isn't. And that's also why I say and it's not really a political thing because your mom is a, a well-meaning liberal lady. Mm-hmm. like uh, and, and Actually, so, I wouldn't I wouldn't call her a liberal lady, actually. Oh, really? She's, yeah, she's pretty conservative. Oh, really? Maybe I just assume it because of your dad he's the, he's definitely more liberal politically right. well, for sure a, uh <laughs> you're okay well now they're both what, well-meaning though all right well we can put uh, it that way sure sure um now i forgot what i was gonna say because he threw me off but um, well, well-meaning liberal this, white lady oh right right right, right, right. And, and that's how that's her perception of of uh police you know mm-hmm. and and uh and it's it has nothing and it's not really a political thing it's more because she's a you know a a, a nice little nice uh, white lady you know <laughs> right um, and that's also goes along with that you know the perceptions of the police and, and because in areas like Dexter or in a lot of you know wider areas it's more of a you know unless you're like in some sort of area where it's like a cop checks for speeders or or whatever, there's not really like a just a constant presence of police right on every corner of the street. You're not always just seeing police just post like there's never just a cop posted up in your neighborhood just sitting there on the side of the road for hours at a right. time in your neighborhood. But if you go to some of these lower income neighborhoods of color, they're like and it, it, already the reason why there's more crime statistically is because they're just around just yep. always because they're like, well, there's going to be crime here. So let's just sit around and watch them and wait for it right. rather than the perception in other, you know, nicer, quota, rich, richer neighborhoods, wider neighborhoods, whatever you want to call it, where it's like. I have a problem. I'm going to call the police and they're going to show up. Ironically, in those neighborhoods, those lower income color neighborhoods of color where there are cops posted up all the time, there's also the uh stereotype that if you were to call the cops, you're, they're not going to show up in any timely fashion. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, there's a there's a lyric in um oh, is it No Role
0: Models by J Cole where he says uh where he says uh, um Oh, I gotta find it now because but he says something along the lines of like I show up as quick as a police uh, officer in a white neighborhood. Oh, yes, yes, I'm pretty yes, sure that's in that no role line. models, right?
1: Probably, probably. I do. remember I'm gonna have that to find it. That's gonna drive me to crazy.
0: Album. It's a great song, um, but yeah, it's true though. I mean, well, I remember. I'll never forget. I I stayed in uh, an Airbnb in Chicago a couple of years back near Mexican Town. And the dude that we were staying with, um, it was his apartment, he told us, he said, he said you don't want to go to this part of, of the, the area. It's, I forget where it was now. And, and he said, if you go there and you have problems, even the cops won't show up. Mm. And I was just like, damn. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. All right. There, let me there's see. another line by Bobby Fino, another rapper. Mm-hmm. He says, bank looks good. Uh, home looks nice. Bank look good. Cop roll by and he don't look twice. Ha ha. Just playing got to duck that re still. And that's, he says more of that, but he's essentially saying that like, you know, I got a nice house. I'm living well now. And he's like, cops don't even look at me anymore. He's like, ah, just kidding. They still do. Right. <laughs> so here's the J Cole line here. I found it. I came fast, like 911 in ni- oh, and yeah, white neighborhoods. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Which is just so funny, but yeah. Yeah. It's, oh man. Our, our country though, Jared, we have a lot of work to do when it comes to the police, um, the entire system, Oh, I don't even know where we where we begin, man. I don't even. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's I mean, tough.
1: I can't watch. I can't watch Rush Hour Six when it comes out or whatever number they're on. Because <laughs> I'm just contributing to the problem, right? And it's it
0: is so crazy though. Just to go back to this idea of oh well, if you just do what they tell you, you know, or if yeah. you just comply, it's like. It's like, no, you can comply. And if they're having a shit
1: day, it doesn't matter. And the, the and scariest that's thing. And why the cops say it. So they have mm-hmm. the out of saying yep. they weren't complying. Right. Obviously, maybe sometimes they actually mean it. But right. like, a lot of times when you see that, it's like, this, this person doesn't even, you have like you know, four or five cops on, on top of one person. I don't even understand how this person could resist. Right. Like, and right. So it's just an out to then physically do whatever you want to them. Exactly, and there's so
0: many loopholes, and and the biggest question is, who's gonna police the police? Yes, you know who's gonna who or like this YouTube channel, who's gonna audit the audit? You know who's gonna police the police? Um, I will say this though, after watching, (laughs) I kid you not, Jared, after watching this YouTube channel, I've been very tempted to get a dash cam because the majority of these cases have been thrown out because of the dash cam footage that the driver had because the cop will say oh well they they were acting really nervous and suspicious and like one video i was watching the guy it was literally a a 10 minute discussion the guy rolled his window down like a quarter of the way down and the cop was like sir can you roll your window all the way down and he's like well he's like well officer i don't feel comfortable doing that and once again the officer kept asking him, why do you once again the same old do you have anything to hide
1: all this stuff but but we can we can clearly communicate with each other. Yep. I don't and understand the problem. And that's what the, the guy problem. said. Exactly. <laughs> like, just get, you can problem, even slide the ticket through. I can slide right. my license through. Exactly. The it's problem like, <laughs> is that you're
0: not blindly listening and you're following not doing their authority. it the way he wants it.
1: Right. I will exactly. say, I mean, I guess I understand. I mean, I, I could hear them say the safety l- mm-hmm. line. But it's like, I don't know what they're going to shoot through their own window at you. What do you right. think going to happen? Well, and it's not like this guy's <laughs> windows were tinted. You could right. see you could, clearly that's through.
0: That's true. You know, it wasn't a, a sight impairment or anything else. Um, and the other funny thing is, too, is I, when I was watching a few of these videos on this YouTube channel, so a late shout out to Audit the Audit, because um, I've learned a lot from this uh, YouTube channel. The interesting thing, though, is that a lot of these people, they're not being disrespectful to police. Um, but at the same time, they'll ask them questions. Uh, the police will ask these uh, passengers or drivers questions, and they don't always answer them. But well, the thing is, is you don't
1: have to actually legally answer everything they say. That's also another aspect of propaganda. this idea of needing to give them the utmost respect, the yes, sir, and no, sir, and whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, and honestly, this is something I do because I'm trying to avoid conflict. <laughs> well, shit, George <laughs> Floyd uh, called the police
0: officer, sir, if you watched the video, didn't
1: he? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then also Philando Castile, who was shot in his car with his family in his car, he had a legally registered gun on him. And he yep. did what he was legally supposed to do and told the cop, just so you know, I have a legally registered gun on me, which is what I'm supposed to do as soon as I get pulled over. Is State right. that. Right. Um, and, there, and then, you know, that was a threat enough. But um, so, yeah, you know we could talk about these all day we don't have to go through It's right. just to get sad if we go through every time that's a true black person's gotten shot because it's happening right now as we speak Too. let's be honest so this we could go on forever
0: yeah well i i hope there will be some changes one are you way or stop another watching
1: cop shows what, what, what are some cop shows you well like i don't watch? watch cop shows at all anyways you never uh, liked I need a- like uh fighty cop
0: shows when you
1: were a kid Oh, uh, the I only
0: guess. cop show I watched, actually, and that I liked was Brooklyn
1: Nine-Nine, but that was more okay. for the comedy, well, not got, for the cops. That, cop that got canceled <laughs> because, because right. it is sort of a liberal, like, casted show. Right and uh, and it is it is part I mean, of. That I'm a big propaganda. fan of uh, Terry Terry Cruz. Oh, he's another one that's uh, he's he's he, you've heard you know people have been talking about him on social media uh-uh. not as much recently. He's it's been quiet recently, but a year or two ago, he when there was all the talk about white supremacy and cops. He's like, well, you know, yeah, you know, white supremacy is a problem, but you know, we need to be careful with all this black lives matter and stuff going on about black supremacy taking over as well. We don't want to do the exact same thing that these white people are doing to us. You know, he was saying stuff like that. And he's like, uh, and so, you know, it was just, it was like, why why are you saying these things, Terry Crews? But, you don't, need just also, are scared, are you afraid of black supremacy, Chad? That's,
0: I'm not, but that's a good you point. You should be, you should um, be. Oh, fuck, who was it? There was a, well, there was, um, oh, I forget the YouTuber now, um, but there was a YouTuber that essentially said the same thing, like, like so, what are we just going to treat white people the way
1: that um, white people treated Who's us? Who's saying that though? I don't understand. I, I don't know either. That, that's um, that's a that's a. I mean, I can't speak for Terry Crews, but I, or I can't speak for white people either. But I think that's just a fear that white people will be treated by black people the way black uh, white people. Wait, white, white people will people be treated treat by black, black people, people the way yeah. white people have historically treated black people. I think white people struggle to understand. The concept of equality because they imagine that uh, that black or people of color in general getting more power and access will then turn into the same thing happening to them what happened to people of color over historically that's my hypothesis right
0: yeah i'd I'd agree with that um but yeah yeah i mean it's it's a tricky tricky and sticky situation Mm -hmm. um i would definitely say though i i mean Ooh, just listen. try to be smart and be safe out there. That's the only advice I'm gonna heavy, give today. was heavy. I understand. It's, it was. It's,
1: it's also, you know, it's a struggle to. It's a struggle to transition from this to sort of the the lead out. Just remember, you know, listen, it's not all bad. White boy summer's coming up, so you know. Or hot vac summer. Hot vac summer. Chad That's the summer I'm going for to, uh, today. How was it, by the way? Because you were, you seemed pretty nervous. I was a little scared, a little nervous. I was. I'm not gonna lie. Can we can we talk mm-hmm. about the fact that your parents took you? I still, I'm still not over that. What, why does they they, they offered <laughs> and I said yes. I don't, I don't see what I don't see what okay, is I so. I don't know. I don't know. I thought maybe it was part of the fear. Like you Mm-mm. thought maybe you pass out and you're like, well, I want me to drive home an hour lightheaded. Uh, but <laughs> no, the process was, was super easy. Were there any lines or there anything? There was there was a big of
0: a line. I figured um, there're
1: probably more people for you on a Sunday. Than mm-hmm. me on a on a Thursday or whatever. Right, the there was a day.
0: bit of a line, but overall the process was good. It was funny. I texted my sister. I was like, you know, not that I really want to go see a Lions football game, but it is a little sad that the first time I ever went to Ford <laughs> Field, which is the Lions stadium, was for a COVID for vaccine a and not for
1: <laughs> not for a football game. <laughs> by the way, did you see what I meant by the quickness of the shot? I couldn't understand. I yeah, couldn't it was literally like a t- it, it was, but done. it's like a, like it's yeah. sort It's not like a stick put in but right. it's sort of like a one motion sort of scale. Right. Well, yeah. that's how they get the five G
0: microchip chipped yeah, into you. Jared, you can't put it you know? in
1: slowly because then they'll right. feel the chip go in. You just got to exactly. sort of shoot it in fast. It's like jumping into a cold pool. You just got to exactly. do it all at once.
0: <laughs> exactly, it's like it's like that uh, that one lake we had to jump into in Austria in the mountains. Remember that? That was gorgeous. I but do same remember thing. that. That was yeah, you had to just freezing. jump freezing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It was gorgeous yeah, too. It was so aggravating. It was how freezing it was. <laughs> right? No kidding. No kidding. But yeah, well, let us. Know what your thoughts are on uh, and your perceptions of the popo, the fuzz, cops mm-hmm. uh, at untranslatable podca- untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can check us out on Instagram and YouTube Untranslatable Podcast, uh, And also, please, five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So, as we say here at the untranslatable podcast, te muchas <laughs> gracias, shisha, and dos Vidania. not gonna lie though dude i definitely whenever whenever i'm driving and i see a police officer it's always like
1: like oh like hit the brakes real quick make see, sure i'm not that's speeding a classic i i would never i don't do that so okay. first of all I, I i think that's a classic mistake is the and i it that's actually one of my bigger street pet peeves you know i saw it all the time on my drive to um louisiana is you see the cop and you hit the brakes first mm-hmm. of all if you've seen the cop it's probably too late if they're actually True. checking for your speed um and i i've been in so many situations with people where it's like where they they hit the brakes and it's like you weren't even speeding like you went from right. going 72 to going 64 you know where it's right. like <laughs> where it's like that to me is more shady than just continuing along at 72 right um and and so i i i'm Fully again, you know, obviously if I see a cop and I'm going 90, I'm going to slow down. <laughs> right, right. I would hope <laughs> but, so. <laughs> but but, but I, I I see so many people that aren't speeding hit the brakes, where it's like, that's a weird reflex that you have, uh, because to me, that's way more shady than just continuing along at your currently legal pace. Right. I, I forgot to ask you this during the pod.
0: Do You're you still think, recording, right? Uh, yeah, I am. Okay. Do it, you think... I should have asked you this during the pod, but do you think We're if we did have more people of color in the police force, do you think that would change perceptions, or mm. or not really?
1: I don't think so. I mean, there are plenty of people of color in the police force. I, I don't know what the numbers are, but the, like there, are, there. But the thing is, to be able to, it, it seems like to me to be able to survive in the police force you have to conform be what exactly you have to conform to you have to, you're now on um, the p- team police so there is this thing where it's like you're ne- you can never be in a situation where you're saying the police officer did something wrong like that that breaks their code to say like to be on the side of people saying the police officer did something wrong so once you're a police officer i don't think I don't think the the race really matters as much because i think to even be able to survive in that you have to sort of conform to the culture of the police
0: right well the the other the other weird thing too is that um if you do try to do the right thing like you mentioned at the beginning of the pod by you trying to do the right thing, you rat out your coworkers and then you get mm-hmm. either blacklisted yeah, or asshole. demoted or yeah, right. no
1: one wants to be no one wants to be your partner. Right. So like, oh, I can't do some illegal shit around Johnson, forget it. Right <laughs> <laughs> Right. Exactly, exactly. <laughs>